In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and this series is in cooperation with Cinda Virtual, which brings you thought leaders and business stories from all over the world. Now, you can learn more about Cinda on www.cinda.org. Now, this show also has listeners from all over the world. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening from today. And if you're new to the series, let me tell you what the series is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about the impact globalization, digital transition, and the connected world is having on our organization and what that impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence, digital transitions, and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance and business values and ethics that may impact your organization or your individual career. So listen to us live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. And if you miss us live don't worry because we're all over the um, net just you can hear us on on every podcast platform from apple to google to stitcher to spotify just put in leadership beyond borders and i invite you to connect with me please send me your thoughts and insights to leadership beyond borders at gmail.com or connect with me on the website leadershipbeyondborders.net or cinda.org let me know what you want to hear about and drop me an email tell me what you want to hear on this show. So if you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in, regardless of your business international local, make sure you join us each week and we'll make sure that you take away something useful for your business or yourself. Now on to today's episode. Um, we've been talking a lot about the digital landscape and how it's rapidly changing. Um, it certainly has changed in the last two years, but it's changing every month. And it's very hard for many of us to keep up with that. Okay? And it's not just What's happening on the net is changing and what's happening in the advertising, digital advertising world is changing, but it's also our behaviors are changing. And today we're going to talk with an expert um, in this area. And we're going to talk with Peter Urmson, and he is the CEO of Spotser Digital. And since 2006, Spotser Digital has digital marketing solutions, the highest quality to small and medium businesses in cooperation with some of the biggest media enterprises around the world. They've established themselves as leaders in the industry and are proudly innovating more and more sectors of this. Since his appointment, Pete has rapidly increased the growth of Spotser Digital by par- by partnering with some of the world's leading enterprise brands, where Spotser Digital provides a complete white-labeled and end-to-end solution that includes includes technology, products, and services. And with a strong background in managing middle and large enterprises, he helps enterprises be successful. Pete has developed the Spotser Digital Business to address digital solutions and the needs of enterprise business for their small to medium-sized business clients. He has collaborated with multi, many multiple international enterprises and medium and size organizations to launch digital marketing services across Europe, the United States, and Australia. And Pete's a native of the UK and lived in Australia and Amsterdam, and he's passionate about delivering real results. So Pete, welcome to the show. Hi, Kimberly. Good to be here. 
So Pete, let's just kind of start with uh, kind of a high level, um, looking at consumer train trends and um, how these behavioral changes are are affecting uh, digital advertising. Yeah, it's uh, obviously it's moving at a rapid pace. Um, I think that um, you know, being in digital marketing, you have to be used to change. You know, there was back in the day with a lot of our partners that we worked with that were publishers of some shape or form, you know, they went through digital transformation, um, moving from print to digital digital assets. Um, those businesses now who, who are fully digital and the majority are fully digital now, um, you know, keep up with trends, uh, but not just trends for the sake of it. It's emerging technology. Uh, the emerging technology opens new gateways for consumers to behave and to interact with different businesses. Um, and so we need to, as an industry, we need to be a, keep abreast of that and look at what, what do we think is going to add meaningful value for, the, for our customers to be able to keep in touch with their customers. So having uh, dedicated resources on product innovation, um, staying uh, ahead uh, of that change uh, and, and trying to predict what could be happening, what could be coming, you know, is always a challenge. Uh, but I think it's something that uh, we in the industry have to invest in and, 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 and make a st- put a stake in the ground and say those roles uh, need to be uh, within our businesses. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, Pete, it's kind of like the, the cart and the horse, okay? So so we have these emerging technologies that kind of push us into consumers into behaviors. And if consumers' behaviors have changed also kind of instinctively what they're doing. Um, which comes first or is it both kind of hand in hand? Yeah, I, 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 I think that uh, it, it is uh, hand in hand. I think that as new technologies emerge, people will adapt to those. They will jump into them, uh, particularly those early adapters. Um, we, we know that with the advent of chat GPT, you know, within the first five days, there was a million users. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, and that's grown, as we know, that's grown at a, a significant and massive rate. Um, it's, it's the same when uh, new social media platforms came into play, you know, they were seen as just a way for people to keep in touch with their families and friends um, and, and used for positioning uh, uh, different brands in different ways or different opinions in different ways. And then that becomes a, a, a way to monetize um, advertising, to drive traffic, to drive brand awareness. Um, and it takes on a life of its own. So I think they're symbiotic, symbiotic to be frank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to come back to Chad, Chad uh, GPT, uh, GPT uh, sp- later. But for now, I, I kind of want to stay in the social with you. Um, you know, we see, you know, if you're on social media, then you're getting a lot of uh, push ads, okay, and targeted advertising. And this has seemed to be really exploded and has, you know, um, over the, I think since the pandemic, really, it's just really gotten out there. So is this, you know, is this primarily um, social advertising for for larger enterprises or are SMEs also, you know, doing this kind of targeting advertising? What are you seeing out there? 
Yeah, for, for my, my perspective, it, there is an actual science around this. If we look at uh, emerging trends, you know, back in the day, you know, when Google first started and, and different search engines, um, everything was just done through search. Um, that caused a lot of the demise of the Yellow Pages businesses, um, and they needed to adapt fairly quickly. That then led to the advent of business business listing solutions businesses coming into market, and a lot of those businesses transitioned to specific online digital uh, business listing solutions, um, which it, which is critical from a search perspective. Um, they then evolved in that you know it's no good just having you know your your, your business listed. Uh, people will then follow through to a website, and it's important to have. Uh, a great looking website because it helps to build credibility. You know, if you've got a substantial website with lots of pages with meaningful content, that's obviously going to help a website rank. Um, and again, it helps to build brand position and meaningful content. That then evolved more through with uh, search marketing, uh, which we know and is, is become bread and butter for a lot of businesses and customers today. Um, and then we moved into social and initially social was seen as an avenue for brands to position their businesses um, on social platforms at, at an enterprise size. Then it started to become segmented that it wasn't for all enterprises. It was particularly seen as female skewed brands and retail brands and mm -hmm. entertainment. Um, that then evolved and it continues to evolve. And I think for what we now see is that, that social is very meaningful and is a necessity and plays a very big part in the, in the holistic media mix. Um, and, and we say that from a position of, um, you know, with, with your uh, business listing solutions, that then feeds into reviews and review management. And it's important from a reviews perspective to have a good social media presence. Mm -hmm. Your social media presence can help to drive the review activity. Mm -hmm. um, and as we know, within many uh, segments, um, you know, reviews are really important. Uh, you know, if you go to a rest, anything to do with entertainment and leisure and, and lots of different industries, you know, people will look at the reviews. So we see that social really dovetails nicely into the reviews piece. And then it's about managing those reviews. So we sort of see it as a package altogether. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when you're when you're looking at an SME, um, you know your partners are dealing with them. What you know, what channels are they using the most right now? Okay, or are they packaging everything together? I mean, you know, you talked about the website and the and the search engine marketing, the content and the brand and the social and our reviews. Um, is it necessary that that every SME has to be in? in all areas uh, on the net in order to be found? I think it is. Mm -hmm. I think and I think that we need to simplify what it is that we go to market with to SMBs. And, and we need to take the questions out of it in terms of, do you want a website? Do you want paid search? Do you want SEO? Do you want social? Do you want a business listing? You know, the questions that we should be asking is, you know, 
do you want to be online and do you want your business represented in a really professional manner and do you want to get clicks and calls and leads? And then we should be running with more of a bundled approach uh, and packages that cover all of those elements because you will just con- – firstly, you, can, you confuse your salespeople. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you'll con- that, that will end up confusing the customer and then the customer gets no value because they'll just go to what they think is the most important, but that's not necessarily the right answer to the question. Mm-hmm. So we need as an industry to be looking more at packages and simplifying the message so that the salespeople can articulate that in a meaningful way that makes sense to the end customer that does give real value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense because just, you know, I can imagine you know, the, the SMEs, they're worried about their own business. They're baking bread or fixing yeah. shoes or fixing planet. I mean, it is confusing. Even digital experts get confusing, you know, and with with the rapidly emerging technology and the changes, it's hard to keep up. So I think giving the value proposition to saying, do you want to be found online and what's the best segment is the way right way to go. So Pete, we're gonna we're gonna take a short break and when we come back, I I, I wanna stay on this subject a little bit and talk about um, your experience adapting to change in digital marketing, um, maybe some of the new things coming up uh, like TikTok and, you know, are they um, applicable for SMEs? Uh, but we'll talk about that after the break. And for our listeners, we're talking to Peter Urmson, and he's the CEO of Spotser Digital. And since 2006, Spotser Digital has been providing digital marketing solutions of the highest quality to small and medium businesses in cooperation with some of the biggest media enterprises around the world. And since his appointment, he has rapidly increased the growth of Spotser Digital by partnering with some of the world's leading enterprise brands, where Spotser Digital provides a complete white label end-to-end solution that includes technology, products, and services. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Spotsart Digital, then go to Facebook under Spotsart Digital and link in under Spotsart-Digital and uh, also to their website on www.spotsartdigital.com and on Twitter under Spotsart Digital. And if you'd like to reach out to Pete, you can. he welcomes people to reach out to him, and he's on Peter Urmson on LinkedIn, so please reach out to him. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda, and Cinda is one of Europe's fastest-growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They hold virtual trainings, conferences, do market research, legislative white paper, focus on digital. They also have conferences, and their next conference is in Berlin, May 22nd to 24th, where you can also meet the Spots our digital team. And so you can go to www.cinda.org and sign up for that conference. They also have an e-learning platform with Boss Capital for startups, product managers, and SMBs that need help or want to succeed. So please go to www.cinda.org. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
Today, we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And today we are talking with Peter Urmson. He's the CEO of Sponsor Digital. And Sponsor Digital provides digital marketing solutions of the highest quality to small and medium business in cooperation with some of the biggest media enterprises around the world. So, Pete, before the break, um, we were kind of talking about this whole package um, deal, okay, that, you know, approaching SMBs or even enterprises, you know, on and saying what 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 does your present you know you have to be present across all these channels now what what about the new channels first like things like tiktok okay um you know that started off small and it's just booming is that appropriate also for smes and um you know how are you integrating that yeah 100 percent. it's necessary um it's it's from firstly from an industry perspective it's necessary for us to uh, keep abreast of these channels. Um, they may not be immediately uh, something that we need to consider, uh, but over time they will be. Um, and as those uh, platforms emerge and grow and develop, become more established, they develop a particular niche for a particular category. So, as an example, Snapchat, really a really good platform if you want to target, you know, 10 to 16-year-olds. And there are obviously there are businesses that will target that category. Um, TikTok, you know, probably 16 to 28-year-olds. Um, and, uh, you know, initially with TikTok, uh, TikTok was seen as something that was a bit of a fad. It's now a meaningful platform. And um, business for TikTok, um, which is uh, an entity within TikTok, um, is is a meaningful connection. And you know, we, we uh, have built our APIs with TikTok to feed into our social media uh, blended packages. So we would have TikTok with Facebook, with Instagram. You know, we can build into that uh, Twitter with LinkedIn. Um, you know, you need to have the uh, the, the, the vision uh, to look at what's what's the needs of a particular category, um, as opposed to, you know, from a personal experience, what you think is important. So mm -hmm. I think uh, we do need to keep abreast of those different platforms. We need to uh, keep our eye on them. We we shouldn't dismiss them. Um, pretty much all of them have evolved. Um, there's not that many that have kind of dissipated, you know, I mm -hmm. mean, 
with the exception, I guess, of MySpace. Um, but the majority have kind of evolved and stood the test of time. They just need to find their niche. And there, there is a place for the majority of them, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just staying on TikTok for a minute. So you said TikTok for business. Okay. So yeah. um, how, that's evolved out of kind of the fad. And so are you seeing enterprises and SMEs using that? Of course, it's, as you said, it's categorized, you know, to different different uh, industries or different segments. Um, are you seeing that people are aware of that and, and using that? What? What? Absolutely. We, we, mm-hmm. we have a lot of interest in that channel. And, and, and the beautiful thing about TikTok is something that you produce typically for YouTube, you can also repurpose that uh, asset uh, uh, on TikTok as well. So just making sure that you've got the right workflows uh, and integration points to be able to publish um, across multiple channels in the right way. Yeah. Um, we, we are seeing from, from our partner base, um, I would say it's it's the one channel that really pricks up the ears. A lot of our partners are really interested in that from a channel perspective. Um, and um, I think uh, it, it's still evolving in terms of, you know, what what is the response? You know, what's the value that uh, an actual end business gets from that? I think that that is still something that's emerging we we don't we can't we don't fully understand that yet because it's still fairly new and embryotic mm-hmm. uh, it, but it is uh, it is um, something that's very interesting to business Mm-hmm. So, as you said, you know, you're you're keeping up with your team and and you know adapting to these changes in in the marketing landscape. Um, and one of the other changes that we we talked about was uh, Chat GPT. Okay, um, so how do you you know first a little bit about what you're seeing in in Chat GPT and and uh, the second question is how how do you keep up with this? Keep up with all this uh, evolving technology. Yes, I mean, um, you know, for, for our business, I'm very fortunate that we've got a great team of people um, that are very connected to this um, and, uh, you know, uh, are, are keeping abreast of it and looking at the different applications of use of how we can use these different assets and um, these different uh, elements into our business uh, operationally and also from our product and tech stack. You know, mm-hmm. that's what we live and breathe. Um, within d- certain parts of our business, um, and uh, we have very passionate uh, product and tech teams um, who want to stay and do stay at the forefront um, of driving these innovations and always looking, you know, for for those opportunities. So I think it's important to have, you know, your product and tech team that are connected to that and have a genuine. Um, authentic, genuine interest in the space because that, you know, bleeds into your business and helps with your, the development of your strategy and, you know, these th- th- those individuals and then adding value to your business, which I- inherently adds value to what you take to market uh, and how you exploit that. But if I look at ChatGPT specifically, um, you know, we use that in, in, in different ways. Um, you know, if I look at a very practical, tactical perspective, you know, um, you know, with, with our people on phones, when they're talking to a customer, we used to have kind of uh, different disposition 
scripts that would come through. Um, this kind of now gets rid of that because people on phones, when they're talking to a customer, they can use just they can just use Chat GPT um, to to put in something about a particular uh, customer or a particular industry in a particular area, and it will feed through something that's quite interesting immediately, real time. Um, and uh, people, uh, people on phones when they're talking to a customer can read that and then have a more meaningful conversation with that mm -hmm. customer, specifically mm -hmm. about you know the, their area, their business. Um, so that that's from a kind of a practical operational perspective. If I then look at kind of the advent of that with AI, you know, AI is not as simple as what people may think. You know, there's a lot of work, there's a lot of investment that goes into that, evolving that. Um, but um, we, we, we're obviously, um, you know, dealing with a lot of content. So we're always looking at how can we become more efficient? How can, how can we offer, offer um, products in a, in a quicker, more meaningful way, more accurate way? You know, so we're investing into um, working with several AI companies as well as developing uh, in a meaningful way, our, our own AI solutions, um, you know, so that we can write better content for SEO, paid search, social ads, website content. You know, it's really turned everything upside down over the last year or so. Um, but um, the, the, the further we get into it, the more excited we are and the better we're becoming as a business and the better I think that we can then offer services to our customers, which in turn, uh, our partners, which is in, in turn to our end customers, which is what we're really passionate about. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, keeping up with all this and, and just listening to you here and um, how, what kind of effect is this going to have on the end customer? Okay. Because you're talking about, you know, we know that AI and content generation is, is out there now and it's being used. And, um, you know, um, chat, GPT in the service uh, realm. So, you know, we can offer this, but what, what do you think the real impact is going to be on the, me and the baker shop, okay, um, this technology, what kind of effect is that going to have on my digital marketing stack? Yeah, I think I think in, in taking it one step back first is that you know AI is not the panacea solution for all elements of digital marketing. It's it's a layer that will allow for better efficiency, which can allow for a better cost uh, uh, arbitrage in 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 that regard. Um, you know, but uh, driving things through AI solutions will still need an element of human interaction. You need human editors to still go through content uh, to make changes, you know, and to do uh, quality assurance and checks, you know. So I think that's inherent and I think it's a big mistake to think that AI just drives content, period. You know, there still needs uh, a, a good process in place to make sure that you're getting quality content that's meaningful, that still allows, you know, the digital marketing elements to work in, in the right way. As an example, websites with, uh, from ranking and SEO elements from ranking and uh, paid search, you know, that they read in the right way. So, mm -hmm. so that, 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 uh, that, that's kind of like said and done. 
Um, but for the baker or for the accountant or the solicitor or the plumber, what it means for them is that, you know, we should be able, to, when they're talking to somebody, a salesperson, to buy a product that then talks to somebody uh, that then enables them to get online, you know, so we can get them up and running. It just means instead of waiting, you know, 10 days to get them up and running, it could be two, two days or three days. You know, and, and I would envisage that at, at some point in time in the not distant future, it could almost be real time. Mm-hmm. You know, and build our processes within with our technology so that when we're talking to somebody on a phone, something uh, could be uh, in the digital, a, a customer can get online and have a real digital presence across all the diff- different digital marketing entities Um, that we need them to, you know, um, website, social, search, whatever it might be. I think it's going to shorten the length of time, you know, in in a world of instant gratification. (laughs) Yeah. That's important. Yeah. And and, and really what you're saying is also it probably should be, you know – transparent to the the end customer you know it it only means to them i'm going to get up my i'm going to get everything up in two days instead of uh, 10 days um but it doesn't really matter how so this is this is something that you really control at the back end yeah what 100 percent you know so um I, i i would envisage that this is not not in the too distant future you know you could have somebody talking to a customer and as they're talking to the customer, you can almost be publishing uh, in real time what it is that they need to go online. You know, when I say not too distant future, I'm talking like a couple of years, I guess. Mm-hmm. But my, my, my head is in that space, is that mm-hmm. that's where we should be looking and that's what we should be heading for. Yeah. Okay. Well, you never know. A couple of years, we thought that before the pandemic that everything would take a few more years and look what happened. Um, but Pete, we're going to take it. We're going to take a short break. And uh, for our guests, we are talking to Peter Romson, is the CEO of Spotsart Digital. And uh, Spotsart Digital has been providing digital marketing solutions of the highest quality to small and medium businesses in cooperation with some of the biggest media enterprises around the world. And since Pete's appointment, he has rapidly increased the growth of Spotsart Digital by partnering with some of the world's leading enterprise brands, where Spotsart Digital provides a complete white-labeled end-to-end solution that includes technology products and services and if you'd like to learn a little bit more about spots digital please go to www.spotsardigital.com you can also find spots digital on facebook and on twitter and on linkedin it's under spots dash digital and if you'd like to read how to pete he's always welcome to to have people reach out to him and he is on linkedin under Peter Ermson. So please take a look at Spotsar Digital, www.spotsardigital.com. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda, and Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They hold virtual trainings, conferences, do market research, legislative white papers, focus on digital. They also have their next conference coming up in Berlin, Germany, May 22nd to 24th. And you can also meet the Spotsar Digital team in Berlin. 
And please go to www.cinda.org to sign up for this conference. Cinda also has an e-learning platform in cooperation with Boss Capital for startups. So please go to the website and you can go under the Cinda Institute and find more about that. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back. Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and today our guest is Peter Remsen, and he is the CEO of Spotser Digital. And Spotser Digital has been providing digital marketing solutions of the highest quality to small and medium businesses in cooperation with some of the biggest media enterprises around the world. So, so Pete, we've been talking uh, a little bit about you know the the environment and what's going on in digital marketing but i, I want to talk about your team because this is a lot of stuff and you just said you know i predict in in two years probably we can do things to customers in real time so that's it's a emerging technology it's an evolution um how do you keep your your business ahead of your competition um yeah it's a good question and you know i i am incredibly grateful for um, a very dedicated, talented team that we have uh, within our business. Um, they inspire me uh, to try to be better at what I do every day. Um, and, um, you know, I think just by giving them the freedom to keep looking around, you know, how can we improve, what can we do, um, how can we broaden our, our product suite, um, staying ahead of the curve, um, I think uh, is is what keeps people in our business. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we also drive um, from a cultural perspective. Um, you know, we we really drive a lot on, um, and it, and it's genuine around um, diversity. Um, you know, um, embracing diversity, um, embracing opinions. Um, uh, um, you know, all, all, all of those things. It's, we, we, we just have a really good team of people that they all have a voice and if anybody's got an opinion, you know, or, or, or comes up with an idea that they can raise that. And, um, you know, we just try to make sure that uh, people feel, you know, it doesn't matter what the role is. They all, they all play an important part uh, as a cog within the machine. And mm-hmm. it's 
if one of those cogs isn't working properly, then the machine stops. Mm-hmm. No, they are all equally important. And, um, you know, we, we really drive with that ethos and from a cultural perspective. Um, and, and you know, I, I love the different ideas that they, the, the different individuals will come up with and we'll embrace it and we run with it. And if it makes a difference, you know, we make sure that they're rewarded for that and they're absolutely mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. And that that's great. And I mean, when you get a cohesive team all working on a common goal, that that works really well. And and how how does the team and how does your company approach the end customer? How do you ensure and manage, you know, the delivery and the execution of your products to the best quality possible? Yeah, the cha- the challenges in the business like ours is that we can have a great product team that come up with great strategies and great innovation that then feeds into the technology team and the tech team, you know, builds that out, um, you know, and uh, is very passionate about it. And then we feed that in and then we train the operations teams in how to use that and then how to execute that. Um, you know, the, the, the problem that we then get is the different variations of expectations from different mm-hmm. parts. Um, it's And, um, you know, it's not a one-shoe-fits-all um, and we, we, we try from a cultural perspective to work with partners on different levels to ensure that the partners are happy, that their salespeople are happy, and then that the end customers are happy. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we really drive on NPS. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the number one value, we have four values um, that I brought into the business um, that we launched about six, seven years ago. The number one value is that we value every customer. It doesn't matter if we charge them 30 euros or 30 pounds or $30 a month or whether we charge them, you know, 300 pounds or $300 or 300 euros a month. You know, every, every customer is, is very important um, every employee that we bring into the business, regardless of their role, you know, we take them through an induction program, you know, and we talk to them around what we do is really important for our customers. And for the customer that spends 30 euros a month, it's probably more important than a customer that might be spending 3,000 euros a month because for that customer, they are incredibly time poor. They, pr- they don't have a lot of money. What they've spent is very important to them and they need to make sure that it's working, but they don't know that it's working, but we would know that it's working. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's about, one, it's about the customer experience and that's a big part, you know, from how we onboard a customer and take them through the life cycle of looking after that customer. But what's more important is making sure that the product works and he's delivering them leads. So that's really embedded into the DNA of the business. And, and for me, I only work with the best platforms. You know, I only take to market the best products, the best platforms that they absolutely so, – so that the salesperson at the front end can sell with assurance this is the best product that you can get for this price point. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, 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 all, it all blends in together. But our people are very passionate about the customer experience. And if we, if we hire people where they're, they're not that concerned about that, we, we go through a program of training them. And then if they don't kind of step up to that, then we let them go. And we make mm-hmm. sure we bring people on board who are very focused on the end customer. 
Mm-hmm. And and how do you um how do you deal also with you know managing risk okay because especially within the EU there there's so much um you know uh, risk around uh, security and privacy for sensitive constant data um is that something your team you know thinks about or talks about um you know how do you approach that so we, we work with some of the world's leading brands and, and, and absolutely we work with some of the leading uh, brands across Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, Orange uh, is a leading brand that we work with in the French market. Um, Ionis, you know, this is all in the public domain. Ionis uh, with a global partner for Ionis. Um, and then and then a bunch of others, you know, Italia Online, Telenet mm-hmm. and... Uh, and, and a bunch of others. Meaningful brands who've spent hundreds of millions, if not more, on their brand and market position. So it's important for them, as it's important for me, you know, that we represent their business and their brands in market in a very professional way at the highest level um, of caliber, offering value and service. Um, what comes with that is a very heavy um, level of uh, process to ensure that uh, we abide to all um, uh, EU uh, regulatory uh, uh, requirements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and I, would, I would suggest that some of them even go above and beyond, you know, what, uh, what the EU require. Um, but we, we make sure that uh, we, we are very well covered from a security perspective um, and a privacy perspective. Uh, we're 100% compliant in every 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 way, and I think any any business that goes to market um, needs to take that you know incredibly seriously um, on the security elements of how we represent those customers in market from an SMB perspective. Even mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. And and as you're going to market. Um, you know, a lot of people, especially our listeners from the U.S. or from outside of Europe, kind of think of Europe as sometimes as one market, which is, which, as you said, it's you know with Italian, uh, Italy, uh, U.K. I mean, it's it's a a number of different markets. Um, how do you approach the go-to-market from like a pricing perspective or a bundling perspective? Um, do you look at the the markets individually or the partners individually? How do you do that? Uh, for, for us as a business, the only real um, uh, point of difference is really uh, from a different geographical perspective mm-hmm. on content that's right. Mm-hmm. So copywriters and content writers for the German market or the Swiss market, uh, you, you, you need to – they're priced at a different rate, so Spanish, Italian, US, UK. Um, you know, so there's, there's, there's that level. That will – probably flatten out a little bit with the um, advent of AI, although mm-hmm. you need um, uh, that human element to go over content from a, uh, an editing perspective, a proofreading perspective. And so the price point is differentiated in that regard, in that the mm-hmm. those markets are more expensive than the other markets, uh, just intrinsically through that's what the price point is driven at. Um, you know, so we do look at markets um, in, with, with a difference with different price points, but generally there's not a huge amount of difference, I have to say. Mm-hmm. And when I when I talk with our different partners, you know, that they'll they'll be very kind of satisfied in saying, 
our market is very different to all the other markets. <laughs> Doesn't and, everybody say that? <laughs> so. you know, and, and they're actually not. You know, mm. you know it's kind of, they're, they're, they're generally they're actually not. There are subtle differences, but there's not huge differences. Mm-hmm. And those differences within each market kind of balance out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, 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 the pricing strategy that we apply is really driven just through the element around content. All of the other pieces really well stick together. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So, Pete, we're, get, we're getting towards the end of the show. And um, I, I kind of want to first, you know, in the in the little while ago, you said I think in two years everything will be on demand. Um, what do you see? Uh, this is 2023. We're already the first quarter is almost done. Um, do you see any any huge new emerging trends coming up this year? The, the, the immediate trend is the uh, emergence of the uh, – you, you can no longer put your head in the sand around social media mm-hmm. and social dovetails in very nicely um, into business listing solutions with the review management capabilities – um, and all of that sits, you know, I don't think websites will ever go away. You still need a strong-looking website that works really well uh, uh, from, from a ranking perspective, but also from a reputation perspective. You know, if you don't have a good-looking website, and you know, it's about credibility. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all of that hangs together. So for me, from my perspective, I see it as business listings with websites, uh, with some paid search and social, they are the key. And bundling, putting mm-hmm. all of that, putting all of those elements together as one bundle, is really important. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, thanks, Pete. I mean, a great interview, and thank you so much for your insights. It's always um, great to have you on the show. We've had you on the show a couple times before, and uh, great insights for 2023. And for our listeners, we've been speaking with Peter Urmson and he's the CEO of Spotser Digital. And Spotser Digital has been providing digital marketing solutions, the highest quality to small and medium businesses in cooperation with some of the biggest media enterprises around the world. They've established themselves as leaders of the industry and are proudly innovating more and more. Since his appointment, Pete has increased the growth of Spotser Digital by partnering with some of the world's leading enterprise brands where... They provide a complete white-labeled end-to-end solution that includes technology, products, services. And if you'd like to learn more about Spotser Digital, go to www.spotser.com. And uh, Spotser is also on Facebook under Spotser Digital and on Twitter under Spotser Digital and on LinkedIn under Spotser-Digital. And if you'd like to reach out to Pete, reach out to Pete on LinkedIn under Peter Urmson. So, Pete, once again, thanks so much. Thank you, Kimberly. Great to be with you. Yeah, it's been great having you. And uh, listeners, please don't forget that this uh, broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda. Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They hold virtual trainings, conferences, do market research, legislative white papers on digital. And they also have conferences. And their next conference is going to be held May 22nd to 24th in Berlin, Germany. 
And there you can meet the Spotsford Digital team. And they also have an e-learning platform for startups in cooperation with uh, Boss Startup Science. And you can go to the website of www.cinda.org to sign up for the conference or to also learn a little bit more about the startup platform. And Cinda will be also having a startup day at the conference on Berlin on the 24th of May. So please, again, go to www.cinda.org to sign up. And please don't forget to listen to us. Listen to us every Tuesday at 3 p.m. specific time. And if you miss us, don't worry, because we're on every major podcast platform. So we can find us on Apple, Spotify, all over the web. Just put in Leadership Beyond Borders. And with that, thank you for listening this week and tune in again next week. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.